Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And anytime you get down here, you have to be alert for Justin Fields' yes. legs. They can be lethal in the red zone. Trent Taylor in motion. There, there is Fields in his legs. Dances outside. Stretches. Touchdown, Justin Fields. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Tullamore Dew. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. And now back to Jim Swanson, Zach Ziegman on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Today was the kind of day where when you watch Justin Fields, you don't want to think about anyone else playing the quarterback position for the Bears. It yep. was that impressive. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. Alongside Jim Schwantz, I'm Zach Sademan in for Molly Olin and Manley on this football Sunday. As big of a football Sunday as the Bears have had in a while. Two victories today. One on the field, one off. The victory on the field, a blowout win over the Atlanta Falcons at Soldier Field, 37 to. 17 as the Bears improved to 7 and 9 on the season. The victory off the field, one that we'll be talking about throughout the entire offseason as the Bears officially secure the number one overall pick for the 2024 NFL draft by virtue of Carolina losing to Jacksonville today. On the field, Justin Fields, 20 of 32 passing, 268 yards and one touchdown. On the ground, several vintage Justin Fields scrambles, 11 carries, 45 yards, one touchdown. Khalil Herbert, monster game on the ground with 124 yards. DJ Moore looking as good as any receiver in the NFL with nine catches for 159 yards. And the defense was lights out, four picks. Stevenson had two, Edwards and Gordon each with one. So a lot to like about the Bears' performance. And yeah, if you want, if you can quibble, you can say, well, it's the Falcons, they stink and whatnot. The bottom line is when you take on a team like that, you want to look the way the Bears look today right, in right. every aspect of football. Yeah, this wasn't a kick, a field goal at the end, the, the squeak out a victory against a team that does not travel very well, has really struggled on the road, and does has a very unsettled quarterback position. They've got some skill players that are really good, but at the end of the day, this is a team that's uh, that's probably going to be looking for a new head coach next year, and uh, and and is still, I guess, as I said, unsettled at the quarterback position. But you mentioned it, Zach. The the, the big uh, story of the day is you know Christmas was a week ago. It might as well have been today because because the Bears getting the victory 
um, and and looking the way they did, just bullying the Falcons, really wearing them down. That's that's where you saw the Khalil Herbert big run at the end. Falcons had had enough. They had enough. I mean, it's a physical sport. This is a sport where you physically move people from point A to point B against their will, and you get them to quit. And that's what was able. That was what happened today. And and that that's that's the recipe for the Chicago Bears. That's that's how they want to win football games. There haven't been many games like today in the Matt Eberflus era where from start to finish there was no doubt as to who the best team on the field was. Yeah, there was a couple times during the game where you're like, oh, wait a minute, it's it's two touchdowns if the, and, the, and the Falcons have the ball, here we go. And at the but it just it, the Bears then you know their defense was out there, their stoppers, if you will. They got the job done. They got they got the offense back on the field. Offense played complimentary football, kicking field goals, you know, making it making it three score games. Those are the little things that just they kind of piles on a team. And and, and the Falcons, you know, it's at, at some point it's there's just there's there's just the the, the, the mountain's too high to climb, and, and the game is 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 out of is out of reach. So what do you do? You have the number one overall pick. If you keep that pick, you're taking a quarterback. I mean, that's that's the reality of life in the NFL today. And do you believe that the guy you saw today playing quarterback for the Bears is good enough to eventually be able to do what you saw today on a consistent basis, which has not been the case. But if he's able to do that on a consistent basis, there's no debate at the quarterback position. Or do you forget about what transpired against Denver and forget about what transpired in Detroit and forget about how things unfolded in Cleveland, because that's the same guy too. You know, the, the guy that's been able to uh, unable to finish in the fourth quarter is also the guy who's the Bears' quarterback. So these are some of the decisions that Ryan Poles has to make this offseason, and you got to pull yourself away from the emotions of a game like this or one of those games, and just say, when all is said and done, what gives us the best chance? for sustained success. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Out to the phones we go. Let's say hi to Walter. Hi, Walter. You're on the score talking Bears with Zach Sadman and Jim Schwantz. How you do, gentlemen? Uh, first, I wish you a early, happy New Year. And uh, what i like to say is this. The way Justin Field played today, uh, I think that the team on the other side of Atlanta probably wish they had him. And I think they would probably give us two first rounds for Justin Field, or maybe a first and second. Other than that, you know, you say the Bears should, you know, the first they got the first pick. I don't like the guy from USC. He just don't, he just don't impress me. I think there's better quarterbacks out there than that man from USC. I just want to hear what your opinion is. Yeah, there was a couple of people that were on the on Twitter and 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 in social media talking about that Justin Fields was was more um, on display for Arthur Blank, the the owner of the uh, Falcons, but then he was the Chicago Bears. I, I don't know about that. I think he's a he's certainly a Chicago Bear. He's 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 going to be a Chicago Bear next year unless unless something unless something changes. But uh, but. You know, certainly there's there's the the kid from USC, Caleb Williams. Um, you you were saying earlier, Zach, it's generational talent when you put it on when you put him on tape. Whether or not you like what he has to say off the field or what he's done, you know, in the social media world, uh, separate that stuff away from what he can do on the field. And and uh, I think there's a reason why he won the Heisman Trophy a year ago and why he is going to be a number one or number two pick going next year. And there's, again, a lot of work to do on these guys in terms of their makeup, uh, the off-the-field stuff, and all of them, 
all of the the quarterbacks in the 2024 draft class will be put under yeah, uh, it, the microscope. And it's not it's, just quarterbacks. Yes. Remember last year, the, the the defensive tackle for the for the Eagles now, Jalen Carter. He yep. was a guy the Bears passed on because of reasons off the football field. Mm-hmm. So again, it, there there's still a lot of work to do, but. I think you have to consider whether or not one of these guys is better at the quarterback position than what you've watched and what you watched today against the Atlanta Falcons was phenomenal quarterback play from Justin Fields. After the phones we go. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Jack in California, you are on the score. Hi, Jack. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, I'd like to talk about how we should keep Justin Fields because I don't think we should rebuild after all the rebuilding that we've already done. Thanks for the call, Jack. I don't think if the Bears take a quarterback number one overall, you're looking to rebuild. No. That, no. That, there's there's some confusion there. I, I, I think what you're looking to do is restart the rookie quarterback clock, but you're only taking a quarterback number one overall if you believe that's a significant upgrade over what you have at the quarterback position right now. Absolutely. and And I think that's... The, the the X factor here is that you have to uh, that you have to kind of play into this thing and 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 bake into this is that is that restarting of the rookie clock that that is the the thing that is um, driving this thing more than it is I, again you you mentioned this if if the Bears are ten, have ten wins right now those games that you mentioned that were that that flipped the Denver game the Detroit game the Cleveland game the Bears are ten wins right now. We probably aren't having this conversation. We're talking about the number one pick, trading down, getting a bunch of picks, and filling a bunch of holes. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Justin, or the fact that we, the Bears did not win those games, and Justin was a part of losing those games, the turnovers in the fourth quarter and such, that's the reason we're having this debate. And again, it, it, the, the young talent is there. The nucleus seems to be there right now. So this is not a teardown and a rebuild. This is a team that had three wins last year, the worst team in football, and they have they have seven wins now, potentially getting a chance to get to that eighth win next week, and, and that's a huge step in the right direction, a huge step. It's just that that position. This is a quarterback-driven league, and you, you need to get the quarterback right, and if you think you have that guy, then you build around him. If you don't think he's that guy, you want to restart the clock, keep that low rookie salary at the at the quarterback position and build around them like what you're seeing what's happening out in San Francisco now with a luxury of a of a quarterback who's only making $800,000. There you go. Daniel Jones closed out last season with a flurry, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Almost similar to the way you could say Justin Fields has played since coming back from the injury. And they picked up the option the option and signed him to a long-term deal. Doesn't look good right now. No. I think you only sign someone to a long-term deal if you believe that that person truly is special at the position. Not some special traits some of the time, but special all the time. Because it's really hard to consistently win once you pay your quarterback if that quarterback isn't special. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. John, on the north side, you are on the score with Jim Schwantz and Zach Zaidman. Hey, Zach. Uh, listen, you made a couple of points which I want to lead into. Uh, number one, emotional and today performance against a mediocre team. Uh, let them do it against Cleveland. Uh, what about uh, Vikings? Uh, what if we played in playoffs uh, against San Francisco and Philadelphia? He would fall apart. I think he's a good quarterback to lead us to playoffs, but then he would fall apart under pressure, uh, and the game is on another level. So I definitely think we should draft a quarterback uh, in um, – 
generational talent is worth the wait. And like you said, my another point, C.J. Stout, they draft a quarterback like that, put him in a team like this, a defense that improved like this, and the offensive line and a running back, he's going to fit in really good. So uh, it's not, it's not going to take uh, years to develop, and that's why I think, uh, no question about it, they got to draft a quarterback. No question about it, in my mind. Thanks for the call, John. Appreciate it. You know, I, I think we've gotten this narrative here in Chicago because so many bad quarterbacks have been drafted. Right. You have to sit there and you have to be patient and it takes a little bit of time to develop and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? We've seen many cases recently in the NFL where almost as soon as a guy is able to see the field, if he's special, it comes across. And sometimes a quarterback may have to sit a year like Patrick Mahomes did because Alex Smith was ahead of him. Sometimes uh, you know, there's some weird thing that happens, like Tyrod Taylor when he was with the Chargers. The doctor accidentally pierced his lung right. uh, with a shot prior to the game, and Justin Herbert had no idea he was going to play, gets the call, and hasn't given up the job since. Wally Pitt. It happens. Yeah, it does. And, and it's in, what are we, a handful of calls now, and it's like 50-50. And it's going to be this way. It's going to be this way from now until before the draft, through free agency, and into the draft. This is This is – this is why the NFL is king. We are already talking about the draft in Chicago. And, and, and we will be talking about the draft until the draft is over. And then we'll be talking about the draft picks until the next season starts. And that's why this is, a again, a $163 billion industry because it's all-encompassing. You know what else is interesting to me is a big topic of conversation for most of this season was who should be the next head coach of the Bears, right? Right, yeah. And they need a new offensive coordinator, all that kind of stuff. People aren't saying that anymore about Matt Eberflus. It's almost as though, just based on the way the defense has played and this hot streak down the stretch that the Bears have displayed, that's enough where you're comfortable with Eberflus? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think what he's done on the defensive side, I think, gives you – enough to know that this is a guy that's got a really good NFL head on his shoulders. And that's why Ryan Poles hired him. He knew him from his days in Indianapolis, and they they had a, they had a, a history, an understanding, a, a philosophical kind of uh, coming together, um, as, as it were. But, you know, he's made mistakes as a head coach, you know, not kicking field goals early in the season. Today, it didn't play out, but kicking that field goal before halftime and giving the uh, and giving uh, uh, the Falcons a chance to return that they get, the guy gets tripped up by his own guy. I mean that 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 that's the only thing that could go wrong for, for the Bears, catastrophically wrong. Is that you take that out of play? You're, you're you're a team that's that's kind of shown your dominance through the first half and the first half on a good note. You start with the football in the second half and and and, let, and let's go to work. You think about it. It, it was the it was the um, uh, it, it was the 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 only big play was the screen pass. Jalen Johnson slipped on that play. Otherwise, this is almost a flawless game defensively with what the Bears were able to get done today. For, turning the football over, getting pressure on the quarterback, stopping the run. It's it, it's it's enough that the resume has been built strong enough that uh, that that he that he appears to be the guy going forward. Three one two six four four sixty seven sixty seven is the phone number. Bears beat the Falcons thirty seven to seventeen. Justin Fields two hundred and sixty eight yards passing and a touchdown, and forty five yards running on eleven carries with a touchdown. Khalil Herbert ran for one hundred and twenty four yards. DJ Moore nine catches, one hundred and fifty nine yards, and four picks for the Bears defense and they also secured the number one overall pick in the 2024 draft to the phones we go let's say hi to steven in kansas city hi steven you're on the score 
Well, uh, Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call uh, throughout the year. Um, you know, I know there was an information leaked out by uh, Ian Rappaport about uh, Eva Flu's coming back for next year. And, you know, um, uh, that kind of got backtracked a little bit because obviously there's still two games left. And what I saw today, at least compared to last week, was a, a dominant performance by both offense and defense. And uh, I'm very, very happy. I don't think anybody who's not happy about the Bears winning because they don't want to see Eberflus return or the lower draft picks and stuff, then, you know, then they're not a real fan, to be honest. Um, but a couple of things that really bothered me today was the uh, uh, the first, the end of the first half sequence where, you know, Santos missed the field goal and the Falcons returned, returned it almost for a touchdown. I think a lot of people got a heart attack on that one. I just don't understand Luke Getz's mindset. And, and, you know, going for the, you know, kill shot or going more aggressive. So at some point, you know, maybe Luke Getzey has to be held more accountable. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Ibufus is already plotting to move on from him. And second of all. Hold on, Stephen. Stephen, Stephen, thank you for the call. Hold, hold on a minute. You can't blame Luke Getzey every time Justin Fields has a bad game and then ignore Luke Getze's contributions every time Justin Fields has a game like today. You, you, you can't. That's not fair. It's not an accident. Like, the two go hand in hand. Yeah, and, and I'd have to look back to see what, the, what the, the sequence of plays was leading up to that attempted field goal at the end of the first half as far as his aggressiveness and going, and going, and going after it there. But, uh, but yeah, you know, the, the subtle little move today early in the game, putting DJ Moore in the slot paid huge dividends. It paid huge dividends throughout the game. And then you got, then all of a sudden you've got um, Atlanta having to take a corner, their number one cover corner and put him in the slot. And I've worked with enough corners to know, Guys, they do not like outside corners. Do not like going in the slot. They don't like it. They don't like the fact that they don't have the boundary as a as a as a, a buffer on the on the outside of them. They have to cover fifty three yards worth of field. They do not like going into the into the slot. So what did they do? They forced Atlanta's hand early in the game. It was a touchdown to DJ Moore against Bates in this in the corner, which was on a on a really good two-way route against a safety receiver safety. I'll take that every time. And then and then later in the game they put their number one corner in the slot and he had no idea what he was doing in there. He just didn't I wasn't comfortable in there. That was all Luke Getzi. Luke Getzi designed plays today to get DJ Moore in, a, in a great positions, and he ends up with nine receptions and a touchdown. You heard the TV announcers talking about it. I think it was Ross Tucker at one point going, how in the world is Luke get, is, is DJ Moore that open, yeah, right? When everyone you know in every meeting that the Falcons had leading up to this game, they're circling number two. Like, you cannot let this guy beat you. And yet he did consistently. Luke Getze had a lot to do with creating the opportunities for both Justin Fields and DJ Moore today. Bears win, and they win big, 37-17 to on the field over Atlanta, and they win and win big off the field, securing the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. You heard it. The Bears are officially on the clock. Zach Zaidman, Jim Schwantz, your phone calls at 312-644-6767. The Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew rolls on on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Heineke with the lip spins away, throws across the body. It's intercepted by Kyler Gordon. Second pick of the year for the second year guy at a we're back with more of the Great Clips Post Game Show. Great Clips, it's gonna be great. Presented by Telemore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. And now back to Jim Swanson, Zach Ziegman on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Kyler Gordon with one of four Bears interceptions today as they crush the Atlanta Falcons 37 to 17. Who's hot and cold is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Plumbing Emergency. Call the plumbing professionals available 24-7 at 1-833-PLUM-911. The Bears defense continues to impress over the last five games. Red hot, a plus-nine turnover differential in large part because of the types of things we saw the Bears do today. You know, Jim, when I think about who's cold, I don't think there was a cold bear on this Sunday against Atlanta. No, maybe just because of the temperature, maybe on the <laughs> sideline, but they got heaters. So um, I thought you we were going to come in with the Spider-Man music, like the theme music from the old Spider-Man show in the 70s I used to watch when I was a kid. But uh, that was uh, that was impressive. The, the front flip he did was wow. just Amazing. I mean, when 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 the when the television announcers go, he's going to get drug tested tomorrow. That tells you all you need to know about how athletic 
that play was. C.D. Lamb got drug tested today following his 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 performance last night. So the league pays attention to these these and there and everybody in the league is a is a freak of nature as it as it pertains to athletic ability. But but uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome today. It's been awesome as to see just the turnaround. You know, this is a team you know that was that gave, was given up 100 and whatever 65 170 yards a game rushing last year. The worst set 31st team ranked defense as far as against the run and to see what they've been able to do this year and then and then the, to be able to turn the football over be getting some pressure today wasn't a great day as far as sacks go but some of those pressures that last the, the pressure that led the, to, to Gordon's last interception mm-hmm. you know there was pressure in, in, in his face uh, on that throw as well so it's just been a uh, it's, it's really been a fun kind of resurgent here as a, as a city that kind of hangs its hat on on defense and running the football to be able to see that defense come together has been fun yeah Bears pick up their seventh win of the season season a team that had three wins all of last year and there were a lot of offensive contributors as well Justin Fields 268 yards passing and a touchdown at 45 yards on the ground many of them of the highlight variety including a touchdown DJ Moore nine catches 159 yards he's having his best season as a pro and Khalil Herbert had 124 yards on the ground makes you wonder man if the Bears had been able to close the deal that's been an issue since this coaching staff and and Justin Fields as the quarterback since this regime has gone into place man if they could just finish games there were three games this season that just stick out like the Denver game at Soldier Field the ugly finish at De- at Detroit yep. and and the ugly finish at Cleveland you win those games you have 10 wins right now and you are right in the thick of a really weak NFC this year. I mean, Philadelphia lost to Arizona today. Yep. Yeah, and and it's and that's 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 the uh, the crux of it. There is is you know ifs and buts were candies and nuts. We all know those types of things. Yeah. And, and and you can go back and revisionist history and I know maybe the Bears shouldn't lament. have won yeah. this one and you know they they should have lost this one. Whatever. But the, the you are who your record says you are. But to that point, the, the NFC and and this is going forward too. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know, up north, they thought they had their quarterback. They're not quite so sure now. You know, they've got other issues as it pertains to that team. Um, the Minnesota Vikings are are, are falling apart, and they and they were really held together by by Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins is not coming back. Um, so so you start kind of looking at your division. Of course, the Lions have taken a huge step mm-hmm. forward, um, but they're gettable. The Bears obviously showed that they should be two and zero against them yeah. this year. They 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 match up very well against the Detroit Lions, and then the conference as as, as as a whole, I mean, the, the 49ers, they were humbled in, in their building by a very good Baltimore team last week, um, but they got back to business again th- today, um, and, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with as they continue to put pieces around um, Brock Purdy on that rookie contract. But the NFC is not is, is, is gettable as it pertains to, to the talent, and the Bears could be right in the thick of things. And uh, the day gets even better when you consider the Bears officially now have the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL draft, which means you can take a quarterback if you think you can do better than Justin Fields, or you can keep Justin Fields and then use that number one overall pick to trade for a treasure trove uh, of more draft picks, some of the big decisions that Ryan Poles will have to make this offseason. It's the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. Out to the phones we go at 312-644-6767. Victor is calling from Atlanta, and Victor is on the score. Hey guys, thanks for uh, having me this afternoon. And, you know, I'll start my call by saying I am a fan and in favor of Justin Fields. And 
I've had the opportunity to listen to a number of the callers call in and, and just a few points that I'd like to make there. I know early on we talked about the comparison to uh, Lamar Jackson and how preposterous that seems to be. I don't know if it's actually that or not, and here's why. I think there's a healthy debate to say that Justin's arm is stronger than Lamar Jackson's is, but I, will, I would also say that Justin and Lamar run a 4-3-40. And so I think some of these intangibles are where we have to place value in. Justin is not a running quarterback, but he runs when he has to run. And so I think there's value there because what it does is it, it extends the offensive play, right? It goes from a third and 15 to a first and 10 when he can get 17 yards. I think the other thing that I heard moments ago with the caller is Justin, the belief that Justin's propensity to break down against better teams. And, and I would challenge that as well. I would, I, would, I would share with the listeners that Justin coming out of high school was a highly ranked quarterback. He signed with the University of Georgia, which is a member of the SEC, arguably the best college football conference in America today. He went to Ohio State, propelled them to the Big Ten Championship, and as we were in the draft, preparing for the draft that year, there was a legitimate debate of whether or not Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields was the best quarterback coming out. Now, the only difference between a Trevor Lawrence and a Lamar Jackson right now is both of the well, more, more Lamar than, than Trevor, they have stability from the coaching staff to the front office. Justin hasn't had that. Hey, and hold on, hold on. I can't, I can't let you say that, Victor, because that's not fair. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had more dysfunction in year one of his NFL career than nearly every quarterback that has come out lately outside of what Bryce Young is going through in Carolina. That's just not fair to say that. And, and there's no one right way to start playing as a young quarterback. Some get an opportunity to have it as smooth as possible, like Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Or Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. But you know what? Justin Herbert didn't have that luxury with the Chargers. Justin Fields didn't have that luxury here. And to a certain extent, Lamar Jackson didn't have that luxury early in Baltimore. But both Herbert and Jackson found a way to make it work. And Trevor Lawrence has clearly rebounded from that turbulent first year in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer as the head coach. This is now year three. No one after three years in the NFL cares what you did in high school, cares what you did in college. You're a pro now. It's what are you doing against your peers in the National Football League? That's how you're getting judged. And the NFL clearly felt that that was a, a normal amount of time to make a decision. That's why in the collective bargaining agreement between the players and the owners, right. there's after three years, you have to make a decision on that fifth-year option, right? right? Right. Because they felt that after three years, it's it's a fair amount of time to figure out what you have. Right. And you also can't do anything with the contract until after two full years of the of the rookie deal. Brock Purdy's a perfect example. If the 49ers want to tear up that deal today – because they see value and want to get him at a, at a, at a cheap value for, for and restart his contract and sign him to a long-term deal, they cannot do that. They have to sit – Brock Purdy is going to have to sit at $800,000 for this year 
and another you know less than a million dollars for next year before they can even talk uh, about about a, a contract extension. He didn't even have enough money to buy his offensive lineman gifts. Poor guy. Thank God. Thank goodness for uh, for, for Christian McCaffrey to step up. Right. <laughs> Out to the phones we go. I think Dale. he has a roommate too. Yeah, which which is fine. I mean, we're, he's saving money. That's right. Saving money until that big deal. Dale is in Lansing. Hi, Dale. You're on the score. Dale going once, twice. Thank you for the effort. We tried. We tried. Back out to the phones we go. Ken is calling from New York. Hi, Ken. You're on the score. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my calls, fellas. Great, great, great show. Hey, look, I got a, I got a bunch of bullets for my man, Justin Field. The first deal is we can't compare him to no Brady, Peyton, or Aikman. You know why? Because they didn't have to stand behind that kind of offensive line that Justin Field had to play with last year or that patched-up offensive line that we have this year. Neither one of those guys would be looking at a gold jacket. The other thing is Justin Fields, like the last caller said, has a hell of an arm. He got an arm that's – when he go downfield, it's money. When he come across the field, it's money. And when he rolling out and he get a chance to see the field, it's money. What we need to do is is get that man an all-pro center and get him an all-pro guard and draft a tackle or draft a guard and get him an all-pro tackle and draft that guy Marvin Harris. Get him some outside help. Justin Field to have no help last season as as receivers. None. All he had was Mooney. And Mooney, at best, is a, is a number two. So, but you Ken, put, Ken, before the season, and I'm sure you were one of these guys, uh, there were a lot of people saying that Justin Fields was in line to win the MVP this year because they did add DJ Moore, who today, like Justin Fields, had a big game, nine catches for 159 yards. I mean, there is a, a terrific defense complementing uh, the Bears' offense. Troy Aikman, how many games did he win his first year in the league? I think he won one or two, was it? One? Right. At one point, he was the most sacked quarterback of all time. Then it was then it was uh, that record was broken by Troy or by uh, Troy Aikman, then it was it was broken by Peyton Manning. Yeah. Now I believe it's Derek Carr most sacked. David Carr. Or David Carr, yeah. I'm sorry. But yep. yeah, but yeah. see, and again, the situations aren't ideal. Tom Brady didn't know that he was going to start playing in the NFL. It took an injury to Drew Bledsoe. He came in and never gave up the job. And not every situation yeah. is equal. When you exactly. get your opportunity, and again, it's not fair for everyone, but three years is generally enough time to be able to size up what you've got at the position. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think you are who you are, and what is it today was Justin's 10th win. Is that right? He's 10, yeah, 10, 10 and 27, 10, 10 and 27. And, um, you know, obviously as a caller mentioned that Ken mentioned that the offensive line, has it always been good? No, it hasn't always been good. It's it's And, and I can tell you this, Ken, there's going to probably never going to be a, a, a great group in front of them just because there's not enough bodies in the, in, in on this planet that can play offensive line at that high of a level against some of the greatest athletes you're ever going to see on the defensive line. So, it's uh, it's always going to be a work in progress as it pertains to 
to, uh, to to these guys. That's why these guys that, that can throw it under duress, these guys that can step into throws, that's why there's a special place for them to stand in there and hold in there and make these tough throws under duress. There's just a handful of guys on the planet that can do that. Justin Fields looks special today as the Bears beat the Falcons 37-17. to Fields 20 of 32 passing, 268 yards and a touchdown throw. Also ran 11 times for 45 yards and a touchdown. Several of those moves running the ball today, just had your jaw dropped. His ability to use power to basically just eschew defensive players off of him and then use that speed to make people miss and blow by people. It's, again, this the kind of performance that Justin Fields gave you today is the reason that there is a debate here because right. you see right. what's special. The, the question is, can you see this consistently, which we have not. But, man, if you do, if you think you can harness it, well, then you're not taking a quarterback number one. Nope. But the reason that there is a debate is because you haven't seen it on a consistent basis over the course of three years. 312-644-6767 is the phone. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Numbers, Zach Saban, Jim Schwantz. Your call's next on The Score. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy five-game home winning streak for the Chicago Bears. Finish the home slate five and three. They get the win 37-17. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. And now back to Jim Swanson, Zach Ziedman on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. A lopsided victory for the Bears to close out 2023. One more game left in the regular season next week at Lambeau Field. But as you heard Chris Lewis of CBS Sports say, the Bears finish with five consecutive home wins. This one, a 37-17 blowout of the Atlanta Falcons. Bears now 7-9 and on the season, and they won off the field today as well because they have secured the number one overall pick officially in the NFL draft. So the Bears are now on the clock. Alongside Jim Schwantz, I'm Zach Sademan. In for Molly, Olin, and Manley on the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Let's go out to the phones. A lot of you have stuff to say. Tony on the south side, you're on the score. Hi, Tony. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Um, I really want to just emphasize on just how the Bears organization has really been bad over these years. And we can actually really want to thank Pace for doing what he did in that in that draft to get us fields. 
thank Loving for getting us that that win that they did that last year to get us that number one pick. But Fields is our quarterback. I don't care what anybody says, but if you see what happens when you add pieces that he can that that benefits him, DJ Montez on the other side of the ball, it makes the team better. It makes him better. So I think that, like you're saying, using this number one pick that we got coming up, yeah, it would not hurt to have a good number two wide receiver out there to help with with DJ Moore take some of that pressure off, and then you got Commit coming out the from the tight end, and then hopefully they can find a number three to do the slot. Then you can go across there, and then this draft, according to what I've been seeing, it's a lot of edge rushers out there. Could we use another, uh, uh, like they said, a good center, a, a well-known center? Yeah, we could use all of that. But if you add the pieces, you give Justin the pieces that he needs to be successful, you can see what he can do with those pieces, and he can come out and be a winner like he has right now. And all I see is the Bears getting better. But like I say, Poles just has to understand. I think Poles got it. Poles got it. We got to get this guy more pieces that can help him be the quarterback that we need for our team to get us into that, get us to the Super Bowl. Thank you, guys. And that becomes the argument, right? I mean, that's that's going to be it. That's going to be talked about. That's going to be mulled over. Um, I think when the when when you guys get an opportunity to talk to Ryan Poles at the end of the season when they have their you know kind of end of the year meeting, um, that'll be the number one question. It'll be number number two question. It might be the number three question. It might be the fourth question that he gets over and over, packaged different ways. Are you going to be able to tell us definitively is 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 Justin the QB one for this organization going forward? And if he is, well, how does how does that work? Are you gonna are you gonna re up with a long term deal? Are you gonna go ahead and pick up the fifth year option and then maybe tag him a year and get him for three years or four years? How is that going to work out? And whether or not and that's all going to be asked and answered from 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 now as the Bears are as you've mentioned Zach on the clock all the way through through draft day. And I don't think you're going to get no, a true there's answer no way. There's no way. at the end of the season from Ryan Poles because I don't think to this point he can say for certain. I, I think he has an idea. Yeah. You know, he may have an idea that there's a, a quarterback in this draft that he might like more than the quarterback he's got on the field right. in Justin Fields. But you also have to make sure that all the other stuff outside of what you see on the field yeah. It's, checks out. It, is the guy as tough as Justin Fields? Right. It, it does the guy and and both. When I say tough, I mean tough on the field, tough mentally off the field to handle the kind of criticism, the, the stuff that we're talking about sure. right now. Well, right. think about think about back uh, during the Ryan. I hate to think about the Ryan Pace days, but think about when Ryan Pace drafted Kevin White and Kevin White coming from West Virginia, and then he gets to the Bears and he find out he only played on one side of the field and only ran three different routes. That's it. So he gets to the NFL. Now you're trying to to, to groom a receiver to not only flip sides, but to learn the route tree in the NFL and be able to run different types of routes. And he never could adapt to that. So to your point, maybe it is, let's say it's a kid from USC. And maybe you get him in a room, you start asking him questions, and he can't answer them the way you want them to be answered. Football concept questions. Maybe he, maybe he becomes a guy that you pass on. You saw last year they passed on Jalen Carter because they didn't like the things that he had going off the field. So a lot's going to happen between now and, of course, drafting. And, and we often hear Caleb Williams being the guy that everyone's talking about, number one overall. Well, uh, there might be another quarterback sure. that we're not talking about right now that blows them away, whether it's Drake May, whether it's Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner from LSU, 
uh, LaGrange Parks, J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. We just don't know. Yep. The, the bowl game tomorrow may influence uh, who's on that list or who gets taken off that. You just don't know. And that, that's why you, you got to give it a little bit of time. But I, I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you're so locked in on Justin Fields that you refuse to allow yourself to think that maybe a guy in this draft could be better. The goal is to sustain success. Right, right now the Bears are having difficulty just finishing with a winning season. Right, and, you, and, that, and that's it. I mean, you want to be a team that is in the mix, that's in the conversation each and every year because the more opportunities you have going to the dance, the more opportunities you have to go deep into it and then catch lightning in a bottle. It, 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 a lot of times it's the healthiest hottest team in the playoffs it's not the best team that plays you know you, you look at the baltimore ravens the last time they had the number one uh, the number one seed they got they got housed by uh, t- uh by the titans by by tennessee at their place so it, it doesn't it doesn't mean you're going to roll all the way to the, to the super bowl but you give yourself an opportunity to sustain success and continue to build and continue to build around around uh, the, the the right pieces and if justin's the right piece as you mentioned earlier this is an easy draft then then, then you look for the most quarterback-starved team. They jump up. You get a haul like you did from 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 Carolina. Maybe not as good as what you got from Carolina, but something very close. And to the the callers that have been in the Justin camp, you build around them and you you get them a whole bunch of talent. Thirty one two six four four sixty seven sixty seven. How's it supposed to look? Here's how it's supposed to look when it's right. You have a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Every single season when he's healthy, the Ravens are in the mix. You have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Every single season when he's healthy, you're in the mix, regardless of who's around him. You know what it looks like? Joe Burrow. Every time he's healthy, regardless of who's around him, they're in the mix. That's what you want out of the quarterback position. That's how you sustain success. After the phones we go, Mike in McHenry, you are on the score with Zach Saidman and Jim Schwantz. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mike. Yeah, just go on your idea. I do believe Justin Fields can be the quarterback of the future. Once again, everybody stole my thunder. We do need a right tackle. Oh, I'm sorry, a left tackle and a center. And I do believe if we actually go and get Marvin Harrison, you put Harrison and Mooney as a 2-3 and D.J. Moore as a 1 and give us a couple more interior linemen, I think that would improve Justin Fields' stake in the entire organization. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what we're talking about. If If there's, you know... Marvin Harrison is a bigger, faster, stronger version of his dad who's owned the Hall of Fame. That's a pretty good resume, and he hasn't even stepped foot on an NFL football field yet. So, so yeah, there, there. we talk about generational talents at the quarterback position. This might be one at the wide receiver position, and anybody's going to want to take a shot at him. There's no doubt about that. You look at what teams have done each and every year. They continue to add receivers. You, you look at what Minnesota did. They have Jordan, uh, Justin Jefferson, one of the top receivers. Last year they go out, and early in the draft they get they get. Jordan Jordan Addison from USC, another young receiver to add because it's taking that one-two punch to be able to make defenses uh, uh, defend the whole field rather than just one side. You know, I can't help but think, speaking of Minnesota, back in the day, this is when you were playing, the Vikings had arguably the two best receivers in football at one time together, right? They're starting receiving tandem in Randy Moss on one side, Chris Carter on the other. Mm-hmm. And they had... 
uh, quarterbacks who were dual threat guys, right? Whether it was Randall Cunningham and then later on Dante Culpepper, they never won a Super Bowl. Yep. You know, when Tom Brady had Randy Moss, he didn't win a Super Did Bowl. Not. You know, to me, it, it comes back to the quarterback. It's always about the quarterback. Jerry Angelo used to say it. Ryan Pace said it. Ryan yep. Poles has said it. Yep. It's always about the quarterback. So you better be sure when it comes to – because, it, you know, as each year goes by, you come one year closer to having to pay your guy. Plus, as and I mentioned in the pregame, everything is – and it was – I think it was uh, – it might have been Brad Maynard who said it. Every year we don't win it. Brian Urlacher is one year older. Olin Kruitz is one year older. Mike Brown is one year older. And you don't know. There's nobody that taps you on the shoulder. Father Time doesn't warn you. When the time like is that. up, it's yep. up. And it's fast. It's going to be a fun offseason. And we are just getting this started. This pre- post game was fast. It, it was. By the way, I want to thank Aurelio's Pizza for delivering some great food for today's game. Download the Aurelio's app and start earning rewards. Visit Aurelio'sPizza.com to order from the location nearest you. Aurelio's Pizza. It's the sauce. Jim, this was a lot of fun. Awesome. I appreciate you having me. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. nice to reminisce. Nice to talk some football. I'm Zach Zaidman. Next week, the guys are back. Molly will be here. Olin will be here. Manly will be here. want to thank our producer today, Leo Stadahar, for helping us blast through the speakers of your radio, as well as all of your smart devices. Bears win on and off the field. They beat the Falcons 34-17. And they secure the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. And we're not done talking Bears. Anthony Heron is next, and he's going to take it to the next level right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Happy New Year, everyone. Go Bears! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.